the Anime Boston Podcast, where you can dip your toes into the warm, audible bath that is nerdy content. Again, we're still testing out these intros. Today's episode is a story from me coming off of my first time in Japan back in January of 2020, before things got a little bit more quarantine-y. And it is the story of my first onsen experience, which uh, was definitely interesting considering I originally wasn't going to go in the onsen. Um, So give it a listen and just know that if you are eventually going to go back to Japan, even if you are a little self-conscious, it's 100% worth visiting an onsen. There are some with bathing suits like Spa World. So give a listen and stay tuned. It was a particularly cold day outside of Sapporo. I had a cold. I was feeling a little crummy. It was snowy. And we were out that way for the Snow Candleway Festival at the Dojanke Shrine, about 45 minutes outside of Sapporo. I needed some time to kill. So once I uh, hit up Mr. Google, as I am frequently fond of you, I found that Jozanke is actually really well known as an onsen town. There are many great reasons to visit Japan. And aside from the temples and the food and a lot of the neat art exhibits and modern things that there are to see, onsen culture is a really good thing to also explore when visiting Japan. Basically, if you have never heard of what an onsen is, it's essentially a hot spring and they can be natural ones outdoors in a beautiful scenery. Sometimes you'll get a small bath or a big bath and sometimes they're indoors and a little bit more man-made and a little bit more modern, but there is many different styles, many different actual types of water. Some springs might be a little bit more acidic, some might be more alkaline. And the difference supposedly is that the more acidic ones are really good for exfoliation and clearing up skin concerns or problems, allegedly. And the alkaline ones are good for softening your skin, allegedly. I say allegedly because outside of Anime Boston, my day job is in the beauty industry. So I'm so used to having, for legal reasons, to say allegedly appearance. But I digress. Anyway, in America, we aren't typically big on public bathing together. And um, doing that in our bathing suits, or birthday suits together, I should say. We typically, it's a very private thing. If you're going to go in a bath, you're doing it alone. If you are going to be not wearing clothes, you're maybe doing that alone or maybe with a significant other. But in Japan and other countries, this isn't quite the case. They're quite used to doing public bathing. It's just... It's not a cultural hang-up, it's not a self-esteem hang-up, and as my first time in Japan was this trip, and being an American and being actually particularly self-conscious and having that sort of hang-up, I at first wasn't going to actually get in the bath. I was pointing out that it existed for those in our travel party who wanted to do it. I was originally going to content to maybe have some tea hang out in their little lounge area, maybe have some karage fried chicken. But you know what? There comes a point where it's your first visit, also influenced by the fact that I felt pretty sick and really full of mucus. I had a head cold that was pretty bad and 
you know, more and more, hopping in hot water was sounding really good. And also, when in Japan, when in Rome, when in Japan, what am I hung up about? Like, really, it's a cultural thing there. I was with friends. It's segregated by men and women, as most hot springs are. So I took the plunge, figuratively and literally. So a little bit about onsen culture, for those of you who might not be aware. When you go to an onsen, typically the rate will be pretty affordable, actually. Most onsens, you're probably looking at anywhere from between 800 to maybe 2,000 yen. So that's actually quite affordable. That's really comes out to be about roughly 8 to 20 US dollars for pretty much the day. The one we went to, which was called the Hoheiku Hot Spring, Hoheiku Onsen in Jizanke, happened to be, I think, about, I want to say, a thousand yen. So it was about $10. They give you a towel, they give you a key to a locker, and essentially what you do, and then this particular one is the baths are separated. There's going to be the men's bath, the women's bath. You go into your separated by sex locker room or changing area, you'll take off your clothes typically. And with the little towel, if you're feeling a little shy, you can sort of use it to drape over your front. And then typically you're gonna go into a bathing area and you're gonna do a quick rinse because you will always rinse off in Japanese culture before you go into the bath. And in this particular bath, once you're done rinsing, there are two baths you can hop into before going into the main big bath. One hot, the second one a little hotter, and then the main bath outside would be the hottest. So it was a nice way to sort of start slowly acclimating to the hot spring temperature. Um, and basically, when you go into the hot spring and you take your towel with you, you do not get that towel wet. And that's why in a lot of cultural depictions and things, sometimes you'll notice the towel is folded up and on the person's head. Essentially, that is not to get wet. That is mostly to, if you want to slowly get into the hot spring a little bit more modestly, you cover it over your front and kind of lift it up as you start getting into the bath. And then you use it when you get out of the bath to help dry off. But... Aside from that, there are some other issues. There are, if you are shy, some more modern onsen in Japan that will allow bathing suits. Spa World is one. I believe there is one in Hakone area outside of Tokyo that also does it. And that is an onsen that has things like a wine bath or a tea bath. They might also do the quote unquote ramen bath. But for the most part, you're looking at most onsens probably requiring you to not have any clothes on. Also, there is the issue of tattoos. Some more modern, or depending on where you are, there are some onsen that are okay with tattoos, but there are also some of the more traditional ones that do not allow it. And it's always good to check beforehand. Most onsen have a website or you can find some guidance online. And there are some that will allow you to, depending on the size of the tattoo, cover them with moleskin. Um, it really pays to check. It's Even though it is 2022, tattoos still remain one of those ambiguously culturally sensitive things in Japan. Um, 
So it's always good to check to make sure if you do have tattoos and you are going to be visiting and you are interested in an onsen, make sure to find ones that are the right ones for you. And what's nice is that you can pretty much find an onsen in any area of Japan and they all differ and they vary. And the one I happened to go to was one of the loveliest ones in the area. The outdoor bath was beautiful. There was snow on the mountain. It was just against the trees and it was absolutely beautiful. The water did feel really good. And it was nice one because the steam and the hot water made my head feel a lot better and decongested. But it also kind of felt like a personal triumph to get over some of my hangups and sort of self-esteem issues and just get naked and hop into a bath and just enjoy the experience and the nice beauty of outside and just soaking and just enjoying this really honestly amazingly cultural thing that still perseveres so many years later and just like let go and have fun. And it ended up also being a pretty cool bonding experience, actually, with some of the friends on the trip. Who knew that getting naked together was a bonding experience? Take that anyway, Mom. But I digress. If you do visit Japan, definitely consider checking out an onsen. And if you're a little shy, there are a lot of ryokans, um, which are traditional inns. That do have private baths where you, for a small fee, or it can be part of your room, you can have the onsen experience, but you with yourself or a loved one or really a friend you don't mind getting naked in front of. And it's a good way to get that experience if you just really don't want to do it in front of a lot of people, which is understandable. But it's definitely an experience really worth checking out in Japan. And Hoheiku, if you're in the Sapporo era and the Jizanke area in general, that's one I would recommend really highly, but there's also some really good hot spring hotels around there as well. Um, there are spa worlds, which I want to say there's one in Osaka. There is one in Odaiba, which is in Tokyo that I haven't been to, but um, is apparently a nice one and has a old time sort of themed Edo era Japanese food court. There's some really lovely ones just all around. Um, Gunma area is a famous prefecture that has a really good hot spring area. There's also the Toya Lake ones if you're in Hokkaido. I think there's the Daisensu area also has some. But if you're planning a trip, it's definitely worth adding one into your time or finding a traditional inn that has one. It really is a unique experience and the water is really good. So don't be scared, don't be shy. Come on in. The water's fine, as a popular millennial comedian has said in recent years. But yes, definitely make an onsen experience part of your visit to Japan, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Anime Boston podcast presented by the Anime Boston Convention. This is a volunteer effort and a labor of love and is presented to you by the podcast staff, Lauren Gallo, Bogulu, George Yazbak, Mitch Stern, Nanvo, Olivia Keen, and Todd the Todd Father Whitney. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.